Hey girl, hey! Welcome to the Empowering Women Got a Minute podcast, where we celebrate the female leaders within our community. Join our hosts, Brianna Hinkle and Jamie Crone, as we introduce you to women that are making a difference in business, health, education, nonprofits, and more. Brought to you by the creators of Prescott Woman Magazine, a bi-monthly publication celebrating women. Sponsored by Victory Wealth Services, Strategies for Financial Independence. For more information, call 928-778-1050. Today, we are facing fears with Eileen Casillas. Eileen is a mom, an entrepreneur, a former firefighter EMT, and always keeping life guessing not the other way around. She has a mind that can handle both the left and right sides with a natural ability to let the proper one rule at just the right moment. Eileen brings a uniquely blended background of technical and artistic skills. These skills were obtained, practiced, and honed in the fields of design, clay, floral, graphic, administration, finance, management, and fire and emergency services. She brings experience in floral design from working her way up as a floral design assistant to floral designer in a variety of regions. During her time in the fire and emergency services, she demonstrated a keen sense of observation, providing a compassionate listener to her crew and her patient. It is this skill that provides the ability to listen to her customers' desires and needs in order to execute the vision sought after. It is her drive and determination that bring the vision to fruition. Hi, Eileen. We would love to take a minute to chat with you today about being fearless. I found a quote online that I thought was interesting. It is, I have learned over the years that when one's mind is made up, this diminishes fear. Knowing what must be done does away with fear. And that's Rosa Parks. So um, tell us a little bit about what you do as a profession. I am first and foremost, a business owner. Um, I am a florist, so I work with flowers, creating all kinds of gorgeous floral designs for a a variety of like uh, occasions. So anything from daily um, deliveries, you know, for like a birthday or just because all the way to like funerals and weddings. Can you tell us a time in your career where you had to face a fear? <laughs> um, with it, within just floral, um, yeah, it would be starting the business. Um, sounds scary, just, <laughs> huh? Starting a business does sound scary. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is. Um, there's been a lot of moments though. I've had to uh, face fear. Um because of my background in, in being in fire and EMS, like all the situations that you're in and then translating those skills into being a business owner and um, taking on the floral world. Um, So using that same uh, trait, I guess, the same skill to just move forward within the fear and just set it aside and just do what you have to do. And so, like you mentioned, you've held a lot of different career titles over the years, from firefighter, which you, and EMS, like you mentioned, to floral. 
Mm-hmm. So which one out of those would you say is the most challenging? Because obviously there's fear and challenges in both. Which one do you think has been the most challenging overall? Uh, I would say the most challenge. Oh gosh, that's a really good one because it's difficult for me because in a sense, I kind of see them as synonymous because you're, you're using the same um, creative thinking skills, uh, creative problem solving. Um, you're using the same uh, emotional intelligence um, mm-hmm. with fire and EMS. You're, you're on someone's worst day and you're there to, in, a, in essence, handle it. Uh, with floral, you still can be with someone's worst day, mm-hmm. you know, for instance, a funeral, um, and you're having to navigate those emotions and navigate those um, moments with them. Um, very, very difficult private moments. So that's a tough one. I don't know that I, I could see, I, I don't separate them for, for some reason. I, I can't, I can't. Well, I think how you explained it makes it make perfect sense that they are kind of, you know, the same in different ways, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, but, but but can be in such similar emotions and similar kind of problem solving, like you said. And I think that's so fascinating. I never thought about that. You can't think of two more different things, a firefighter and a florist, but it has that common thread. Yeah, it, it does. And it's really strange because when you're in it um, and, and having been in both at the same time, sometimes it was like, so oddly uh, fitting and I, I never thought of it that way but I found myself in moments within being in fire where it kind of reminded me of when I was in the floral design world and then now being as a business owner and being my own my own designer owner like also being taking that with fire as well and, and, and the two joining and, and recognizing Oh my goodness, like I just dealt with something that was very similar on par with when I was in fire and EMS. And it's such a strange place to be, actually. Sponsored by Northland Cares, HIV specialty care clinic, located in both Prescott and Cottonwood. For more information, visit northlandcares.org. Really? Really. It really is. It's so fascinating. Poetic. (laughs) (laughs) What are three uh, ways that you think all women can face their fears and be empowered? Oh, wow. Um, Three ways. I can only speak from my own approach. I was just, oh, sorry. That's, that's the shop. (laughs) That's okay. You're working, working. I'm still still working. And (laughs) Let me, let me pass it off to Charlie here. So thanks, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I don't know if it's, it might, they might hang up by the time. Um, so, um, okay. So three uh, ways of facing fear. Um, my only approach in that is sort of, um, I guess, think about what is the worst that can happen. And if you can uh, think about what is the worst that can happen and you can be okay with that, then you move forward and you go with it. Um, Another way is to just look at the picture um, 
from a short-term immediate to mid to a long. And um, what would be the immediate gain or the immediate, uh, the other side of that would be immediate sacrifice. Mm -hmm. uh, what would be the mid, what would be the long? Um, and moving forward, the other, I think a third thing would be, um, there's a reason why this has been presented to you and placed at your feet. And you may know that reason, you may not know that reason. And it's up to you in that moment to accept it and embrace it and say, okay, I'm gonna go do this now. Or you realize the cost is too great and you have to walk away from it. So that's basically the only way I can offer those three things. Cause that's like kind of how, where my brain goes when fear is in front of me. I think those are important tips definitely for women um, and things to think about, you know, just to kind of have that on the forefront of your mind when you are faced with different kinds of fears or challenges or, mm -hmm. um, you know, new experiences too. Um, oh, most certainly. And, and, and the thing is, fear is always going to be there. It, it's never going to go away. Um, it, it, it's presence is always there. It's just what you do with it and how you navigate it. Um, you know, you could either let it consume you and rule every single decision that you're going to make in life, whether it's professional or personal, or you can just push through that fear and go, okay, I'm scared, but I'm still going to do this. And so speaking of like pushing through and trying new experiences, I know that in 2019, you started working on the Rose Parade florals. Yes. Um, what is, and I'm sure that that was kind of a, a not even scary because you're talented, right? Like, you know what you're doing, but kind Aww. of, like, was it, yeah, well, you need well, you are. And so like, <laughs> it was a new experience though for you to kind of go into this kind of bigger world of floral. Um, what is your favorite part of that event? And how did you overcome any kind of um, fear or, or just feeling kind of nervous about it? Um. Well, at first I, I, I didn't believe it. I was like, I, I, I couldn't believe that I was actually hired by this company to, to do this. I, I really reached out in a, in a moment of like, yeah, this will be fun. I'll go home, visit family and I'll do this and volunteer. But when it was an actual, no, we want to hire you. That moment was like, whoa, like it was a very, um, are you sure? Like, I, I literally said that to myself in my brain, like, you sure? I just started, like, why? Okay, you know, and all right, well, obviously they see something. And so, um, but it wasn't until I was actually physically there and I was among like thousands and thousands and thousands of flowers that I was like, whoa, this is, this is not a, a um, something to be taken lightly this is a, a really serious because I grew up watching the Rose Parade um so I, I knew that it's it's tradition it's um held at a high regard um I never knew that there were actual florists hired to do the actual very large arrangements on these floats um so when I was hired for that and told yeah we we want you here here's what we have in mind and here's the flowers we have assigned 
for this particular arrangement, but how that arrangement looks, that's up to you. So that was like a lot of uh, uh, responsibility yeah. in that moment and, and a, a definite, um, uh, your creativity had to be uh, on demand right then and there. You had no choice. There was no, there's no pre-planning and there was no, you didn't have months to plan this and, and see how you're going to make this design like you do for a wedding. So, you know, wedding, you have months mm -hmm. to prepare and, and sit down and design and alternate and go, okay, this isn't available. That's not available. But it, this is more immediate. You have literal five days to create these arrangements and you're given anywhere from five to seven floats to do within those oh. days. Oh, yeah, I didn't it's know not, that. Oh yeah. Like one. And I'm like, that would be. No, yeah. no it's, yeah. It's, it's like broken up. So you're broken up into this team and then each team is given these, these planner books, runner books. And like, here, this, these are your floats. And Whoa. so you have to like go through each float and kind of work through it and, and, and know like which one has to be a priority and which one can wait till this time. And it, you got to plan all that out within five to six days. So oh my gosh, oh, yeah, amazing. So then it's, <laughs> you know, it's not just being like, here's your float. No, here's yeah. the flowers. No, it's yeah. It's, it's yeah. You get it from the, the main, your, your boss and the main person, she's the one that designed it all and she's handing it off to you to finish. And she's saying to you, this is, these are the flowers I want used for these particular arrangements, but I'm leaving it to you to create what it's going to look like. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> like it's going to be on television. No, for millions of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No pressure at all. Like, totally. No. Which is cool so. too, because they know that they're, you know, working with people that are talented and have visions. So that's the probably cool part about it is like, I'm sure at first, especially year one, I'm sure you were like, wait, I do what you're not going to, yeah, uh. <laughs> you know, guide me through this. But then I'm sure after you got going and you're like, okay, well, here's what we're doing. And you know, you're working with your team. I think that's so amazing. And I'm sure now you just, um, you know what you're expecting and you just mm -hmm. can walk in and you're probably really, I'm sure you just really enjoy that experience. Oh yeah. It's great. Cause, um, well, your first year it's, it's more like you're on a team and there's a lead of mm -hmm. that team. So you're learning, but about my third year, um, I actually became the lead. So it was Ooh. my responsibility. So then this year, um, I actually was given two very large floats that uh, it was like, I felt promoted in a sense, but I was like, I don't know that you would call it that, but we <laughs> all looked at it like, oh, wow, you know, you got, you're, you're going to be doing this one. And it's a lot of responsibility. Um, and not only that, it's, you get judged you are being judged on this oh, and wow. there's judges that are within the floral industry uh, industry professionals who that's what they're they've been tasked to do and it's a great honor and um, so you also have that where you're nervous and you're like oh my goodness they're you know they're going to judge my work and and you don't learn until the actual parade is happening and then you see it on the tv that you want or this float one for wow. this and you know that reason and so oh it's, so it's that's a pretty neat huge yeah and that's cool so then that means every time you're facing a little bit of nervousness and everything you know because you're you know it's not like now you're just like Meh. 
I know what I'm doing. I'm just throwing flowers. <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah, like, no. Okay. Now I'm, you know, they always say like the people that do the best work get the most work. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, so. yeah. There's definite uh, expectation on you and definite, um, you feel honored and you feel like valued, but also at the same time, you're going, Oh my goodness, I don't want to mess this up. I don't want to, mm-hmm. um, be the one that this, you know, it doesn't win an award be- this year because you didn't do something right. And there's, there's other things that go along with it. Like you, my very first year, I was literally up on three, I think it was like three stories of scaffolding for 16 hours. I mean, you have to be, um, able to be up there up high working on your own. And cause there's others that they're just, they, they're afraid of heights. I was lucky in the sense that I had that experience because of fire right? Being in, on very high ladders didn't mm-hmm. bother me at all. So, um, that's why I say it's, it's, they're synonymous, 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 you know, they, they're like, yeah, I just see it that way. And, um, so yeah, so I've kind of got a little bit of a reputation of, oh, I don't go up high. <laughs> <laughs> Eileen will do it, <laughs> you know, like a, what is it, that life cereal, Mikey will eat it or whatever it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so we know Eileen is not one to back down from a challenge, but I have to no. ask you, uh, what is the biggest uh, challenge that you face as an entrepreneur? The biggest challenge I faced, well, um, I would say, I'd have to say maybe the region um, because we're up in Prescott and, um, we're over an hour or so away from Phoenix. So like all my suppliers are down there or they're from other parts of the country. So everything has to get shipped in. So I had, have a lot of like logistical issues that can happen. Um, I would say that's difficult as far as, uh, with, you know, specific to a flower shop. Um, but as, as an entrepreneur as a whole, um, I would say probably would be um, access to uh, funds, I would think. Um, small business, like uh, you're always told, oh, there's grants here and, and funding here and all this, but it's not as much as you think. It's mm-hmm. really not. Um they, you have to be in business for a certain amount of years to be even considered for a lot of that funding. Um, you have to survive the first five years, uh, and and then they'll take they'll then they'll take you serious and go, okay, well we'll consider you. Go ahead and submit your stuff and and whatnot. But that's the key is trying to survive the first five years, and then especially when you. <laughs> especially when you started five years ago and then a pandemic hit <laughs> so right they should count the pandemic years of like double at yeah. least you know right? because... that's, that's what I, feel. I I do feel that because yeah, the floral industry took a really severe hit it was almost decimated um and that's not widely known so um florists saw it happening they saw it getting closer and closer to us where we were limited access to, uh, su- you know, our product or supply. And we knew it was coming. We knew that those challenges were coming. Um, and then when it finally hit my supplier, they just shut down. And so I had nowhere to get flowers. 
So I had no choice. I had to, I had to close. Um, so that was really difficult, but yeah, I think they should count the pandemic as yeah. like an additional, like three years, like double it. <laughs> yeah, it felt like that long, at least. I mean, right? it did. kind of in it sometimes. So it is, it's a huge challenge. And I completely understand that, you know, small business owners can relate to that, that it just, it's frustrating because you, um, you know, I think it was like the first couple years of when I owned mine and you were owning, you know, Florian, mm-hmm. it was like, at first it's like, all right, this is doing pretty good. And then bam, <laughs> pandemic. Yeah, it was, it was hard I because say. it was like, yeah, like the first, you know, first, you, you know, you have your first year in business, right. And you're like, oh my goodness. And and I started this business from scratch. I didn't buy an existing flower shop. Yeah. I started solely from scratch. So you're building all the processes and, and, and how you're going to run things and, and what, you know, uh, point of sale systems you're going to use and how and all of it, everything. And so here you are doing that in the first year and you're like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm doing all right. And then here comes the pandemic and you just, you're like, oh no. And so then you had to completely change up how you do business and how you were going to get things accomplished mm-hmm. and how, um, how that was going to work. And then, then I did come to a point where I was like, okay, I have no choice. So I guess this is, it was a good year and a half of having a business and I guess it, Florian is going to be closed and that's that. But then all of a sudden there was this huge influx of business um, because no one could be with their loved ones. So mm-hmm. the only thing they could do was send flowers. True. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but then you're by yourself because you can't have staff because of the pandemic. Right. So you're by yourself. And you know, the 2020, um, Mother's Day, I did 300 orders by myself. Whoa. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> by myself. I had no choice. Like, you know, because, you know, I'm like, survival. Your mom. Like, I can't let them down, you know? Oh, yeah. Mom. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you're having to, to reconfigure everything that you worked hard in the first year and a half to create and go, okay, this is how I want to run my shop. And then and now you're having to reconfigure all that mm-hmm. and adapt. And then, then here comes, 21 where it's like an even greater amount of business is coming in and mm-hmm. you're still kind of by yourself because again staffing issues what was mm-hmm. going on and then here comes 22 and you got everybody rebook all their weddings so it's like it's just you got to keep going and you had no choice you got to keep going and and navigate how you can get it accomplished so Completely. Yeah, completely. It's amazing how many things you can overcome in your lifetime. And I know you, you have done a lot of that and, um, and so many different transitions in career. Um, but we are coming to the end of the podcast. So we are going to do this fun thing called, um, rapid fire questions. Okay. Um, so I'm going to let Jamie start it off. (laughs) Eileen, who is your hero? Um, my mom. Love that. And then what is your biggest fear? It's not heights. We found that. So <laughs> no biggest fear. Yeah. Um, I don't like clowns. Clowns. Yeah. I don't, I don't like them. Don't care for them. <laughs> All right. All right. And then our last question for you, what was your first job? I, oh gosh, my first job was a jewelry sales girl at the Marine Corps Exchange in uh, Kaneohe Bay, Hawaii. Oh, 
That is not everybody's first job, but we've heard babysitter, you know, and yeah, yeah, it was a Marine Corps base and I was a jewelry sales girl. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. (laughs) Well, um, thank you, Eileen, for taking a minute with us today for the listeners. Yeah, thank you. Um, For the listeners, can you tell them how they can learn more about Florian? Yeah, for sure. Um, You can follow us on Instagram at Florian Floral. Uh, Find us on Facebook. Um, or you can go to our website, uh, www.florinfloral.com. Sponsored by Polera Health, guiding your way to wellness since 1966. The mission of Polera Health is to provide accessible, compassionate, holistic health care that strengthens our community. For more information, call 928 445 Five two one one. Thank you for listening to Empowering Women. Got a minute? We hope you tune in next week. And you can check out any of our episodes at PrescottWomanMagazine.com. Talk to you later.